Today is the 15th of January, 2024. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say a big thank you to everyone for listening in as we, we continue to share in a regular rhythm of worship and devotion together. If you're joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget, there is the Walking the Way prayer book and today's script, which you can download. And if you'd like to support Walking the Way or you want more information about the podcast, head to rayborrett.co.uk. We always start each leg of walking the way with our opening prayer. So let's still our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray. Today, Lord, let me stand for whatever is pure and true and just and good, for the rights of the weak and the oppressed, for the conservation of the rich traditions of the past, for the recognition of new workings of your Spirit in the minds of men of my own time, for the hope of yet more glorious days to come. Let me put right before interest. Let me put others before self. Let me put the things of the Spirit before the things of the body. Let me put principle above reputation. Let me put you above all else. Amen. 1 Samuel 20, verse 17 And Jonathan had David reaffirm his oath out of love for him, because he loved him as he loved himself. We know from the scriptures that Jonathan and David were close. Both had sworn loyalty to each other. And we know from the chapter that it caused huge amounts of tension between Jonathan and his father. But Jonathan stayed loyal to David despite it. And so I find myself thinking, what is friendship? And what does Christian friendship look like? And I know that's a big topic and so much more than I could cover than in just these next few minutes. But some might say that actually that's a really daft question, as friends are friends. And to a certain degree that's true, but what is a friend? A friend is defined as someone you have a bond with and is someone you enjoy spending time with and someone you trust. And we all need them. But what makes a Christian friend different? Paul writes this in Colossians 4.12. He writes, Epaphras, who is one of you, a servant of Christ Jesus, sends you his greetings. He is always wrestling for you in his prayers so that you can stand mature and fully assured in the things that God wills. And I think this verse beautifully describes Christian friendship. Someone we have a bond with. Someone who keeps us in prayer. And someone who wants us to be the very best Christian that we can be. And that's the kind of friend I'm looking for. And more importantly, that's the kind of friend I want to be. How about you? We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center ourselves on God. Then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today we read 1 Samuel chapter 20.
Heavenly Father, as we approach your word today, help us to hear it with your wisdom and respond to it with your grace. Amen. Our Bible reading today is taken from the New International Version, and today I'm reading 1 Samuel chapter 20. Then David fled from Naoth at Ramah and went to Jonathan and asked, What have I done? What is my crime? How have I wronged your father that he is trying to kill me? Never, Jonathan replied, you are not going to die. Look, my father doesn't do anything great or small without letting me know. Why would he hide it from me? It isn't so. But David took an oath and said, Your father knows very well that I have found favor in your eyes. And he has said to himself, Jonathan must not know this or he will be grieved. Yet as surely as the Lord lives and as you live, there is only one step between me and death. Jonathan said to David, Whatever you want me to do, I will do it. So David said, Look, tomorrow is a new moon feast, and I am supposed to dine with the king. But let me go and hide in the field until the evening of the day after tomorrow. If your father misses me at all, tell him, David earnestly asked my permission to hurry to Bethlehem, his hometown, because an annual sacrifice is being made there for his whole clan. If he says very well, then your servant is safe. But if he loses his temper, you can be sure that he is determined to harm me. As for you, show kindness to your servant, for you have brought him into a covenant with you before the Lord. If I am guilty, then kill me yourself. Why hand me over to your father? Never, Jonathan said. If I had the least inkling that my father was determined to harm you, wouldn't I tell you? David asked, Who will tell me if your father answers you harshly? Come, Jonathan said. Let's go out into the field. So they went there together. Then Jonathan said to David, I swear by the Lord, the God of Israel, that I would surely sound out my father by this time the day after tomorrow. If he is favorably disposed towards you, will I not send you word and let you know? But if my father intends to harm you, may the Lord deal with Jonathan, be it ever so severely, if I do not let you know and send you away in peace. May the Lord be with you as he has been with my father. But show me unfailing kindness like the Lord's kindness as long as I live, so that I may not be killed. And do not ever cut off your kindness from my family, not even when the Lord has cut off every one of David's enemies from the face of the earth. So Jonathan made a covenant with the house of David, saying, May the Lord call David's enemies to account. And Jonathan had David reaffirm his oath out of love for him, because he loved him as he loved himself. Then Jonathan said to David, Tomorrow is a new moon feast. You will be missed because your seat will be empty. The day after tomorrow, toward evening, go to the place where you hid when this trouble began, and wait by the stone easel. I will shoot three arrows to the side of it, as though I were shooting at a target. Then I will send a boy and say, Go and find the arrows. If I say to him, Look, the arrows are on this side of you, bring them here. Then come, because we are surely as the Lord lives. You are safe, there is no danger. But if I say to the boy, Look, the arrows are beyond you, then you must go because the Lord has sent you away. And about the matter you and I discussed, remember the Lord is witness between you and me forever. So David hid in the field, and when the new moon feast came, the king sat down to eat. He sat in his customary place by the wall opposite Jonathan, and Abner sat next to Saul, but David's place was empty. 
Saul said nothing that day, for he thought, something must have happened to David to make him ceremonial unclean. Surely he is unclean. But the next day, the second day of the month, David's place was empty again. Then David said to his son Jonathan, Why hasn't the son of Jesse come to the meal, either yesterday or today? Jonathan answered, David earnestly asked me for permission to go to Bethlehem. He said, Let me go because our family is observing a sacrifice in the town, and my brother has ordered me to be there. If I have found favor in your eyes, let me get away to see my brothers. That is why he's not come to the king's table. Saul's anger flared up at Jonathan, and he said to him, You son of a perverse and rebellious woman! Don't I know that you have sided with the son of Jesse to your own shame, and to the shame of the mother who bore you? As long as the son of Jesse lives on this earth, neither you nor your kingdom will be established. Now send someone to bring him to me, that he must die. Why should he be put to death? What has he done? Jonathan asked his father. But Saul hurled his spear at him to kill him. Then Jonathan knew that his father intended to kill David. Jonathan got up from the table in fierce anger. On that second day of the feast he did not eat because he was grieved at his father's shameful treatment of David. In the morning David went out to the field for his meeting with David. He had a small boy with him. And he said to the boy, Run and find the arrows I shoot. As the boy ran, he shot an arrow beyond him. When the boy came to the place where Jonathan's arrow had fallen, Jonathan called out after him, Isn't the arrow beyond you? Then he shouted, Hurry, go quickly, don't stop. The boy picked up the arrow and returned to his master. The boy knew nothing about all this, only Jonathan and David knew. Then Jonathan gave his weapons to the boy and said, Go, carry them back to town. After the boy had gone, David got up from the south side of the stone and bowed down before Jonathan three times with his face to the ground. Then they kissed each other and wept together, but David wept the most. Jonathan said to David, Go in peace, for we have sworn friendship with each other in the name of the Lord, saying, The Lord is witness between you and me, and between your descendants and my descendants forever. Then David left, and Jonathan went back to the town. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about that account of David and Jonathan and Saul. And after the music, as always, we're going to pray.
Our prayer today, taken from our Walking the Way prayer book, is a prayer for our neighbours. So let's pray, shall we? Love you, God. We ask for a flourishing community where neighbours learn to love each other and come to know Jesus. We pray that we can be good stewards of your love to each one of our neighbours. We ask that you help us to learn from our community and that it may be a place where all are welcome. We ask for healthy, thriving relationships between neighbours. We pray different cultures will be able to understand and care for one another in our neighbourhoods. We pray that all our neighbours will celebrate the diversity of your people just as you affirm and love each one of us. Loving God, we pray for a flourishing community. In Jesus' name, Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episodes can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we really would appreciate it if you would, links to our giving page and also to our subscription service is in the episode notes as well. For more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk, or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and Spotify. My name is Ray. And so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way.